Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's happening today, you guys? It's Dave Mormon here. I want to give you a uh, special thank you for following along with the podcast here. We have a very loyal group of subscribers who are listening each and every week. As you know, every Friday you get a free podcast episode from me to help you grow and scale your business. It's my mission on earth that I help people transition from being the technician in their business and transitioning to CEO and actually getting, you know, the business set up to afford you the life of your dream. So that is what I'm after. That's what I teach. That's what I coach. And that's what I love to bring value to you on this podcast. So today's topic, we're going to be discussing the different various hats that you wear as a business owner. And this topic has just been rattling around in my brain the last couple of weeks. And I just wanted to frame it up and actually bring you some value on this episode uh, with regards to this topic. So if I share a little bit back to my story, uh, I've been doing this now for 13 years working in the home service industry. And that has led me to have a couple different house painting businesses, uh, my house washing business with the Christmas light division. Uh, and now I'm business coaching people how to do the same. I feel like I've been in enough homes, had enough employees, learned enough from my mistakes that I'm able to help guide others, save their time and actually set up their business properly. But what I was reflecting on this last week was when I got started with my student painting company, I really had no idea for the ride that I was in for because as you grow a business, you're basically just learning new skills. You're then practicing those skills and then you're literally taking off that hat and delegating it to somebody else. Uh, for those of you who know me, uh, one of my favorite books is Dan Sullivan's book, Who Not How. Uh, I'll link that up in the show notes for you. But it's like one of the best books I've read on delegating. And for you to grow your business, you got to get good uh, at delegating. We'll talk about that a little bit, a uh, little bit later in the episode. But, you know, there's all these skills you need to learn. So I was like 19 years old. I'm in business school and I'm thinking, how could I make $20,000 in my in my summer of student painting? which by for the record, I did not make that amount my first year because I made a bunch of mistakes and learned from it and continued to uh, to grow my business from there. But, you know, I'm this shy 19-year-old kid. And so skill number one I learned was people skills, right? And that was partly in business school. You know, you take a bunch of business classes and you find yourself at the front of the class presenting on whatever topic it is. So you learn how to talk, you learn how to communicate. But the skill I learned was like marketing um, in my student painting program. The franchisor, you know, was like the best way to get leads is to knock on doors. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm knocking on doors. And so over my career, I totaled up, it was like over 4,000 doors that I actually knocked on. 
and learned the the marketing skills. So that was like the first skill, right? So I'm like, okay, we need lead generation. So you learn about like building your brand and how do we get the phone to ring? And, you know, I'm playing around with Facebook ads and I'm creating a uh, business on my Google business listing and I'm learning where's the best place to put signs and I'm learning what should the signs say. And so I'm on this like deep dive into marketing, trying to learn these skills all whilst I'm, you know, door knocking and generating leads. So it's like that skill number one you need to learn is like, okay, I'm in business for myself. I need to learn the skills of marketing. And then it's like, okay, now I've got some momentum with those skills. I figured out how to get the phone to ring. That's awesome. Now I need to go sell these jobs. So I'm now turning up to homes and I'm again, a 19 year old kid. And people are like, okay, thanks for your quote, Dave. Uh, We're getting two other quotes. I'm like, what do you mean you're getting two other quotes? I have the service right here. Why can't we just book it in? And I learned about something called free market enterprise, where there can be multiple companies in an area and a homeowner has a free will choice to pick whatever service provider they want based on who they're most confident with, who they're most comfortable with, and ultimately who they know, like, and trust. So I'm like, okay, wow, based on my performance at an estimate, depending how well I do, that will dictate how many jobs I book, which will dictate how many dollars come in the door with revenue. So I'm like, wow, whole nother world open is like sales skills. So I'm like learning through sales books. I'm learning what a great estimate looks like. I'm learning little tips and tricks that I can do to drive up my sales ratio from like 25%. How can I get that up to 45 or 55%, you know, where I'm now winning more jobs than uh, you know, that I'm losing. And so that's like skill number two. And so then I'm I'm booking up the schedule, right? I got five go-aheads. I got 10 go-aheads. And I, a cool thing with the student painting model is they don't actually let you pick up a paintbrush until you've like went and sold like whatever it was at the time, like twenty five dollars or $30,000 of work. You have to actually sell and have in like signed work orders, like deposit paid, colors picked. And then they're like, okay, now you can go you know, to Deluxe or Sherwin-Williams or is General Paint at the time, actually, to go get your gear and you can get a crew kit. And you, and Dave, you have now the green light. You can go and start producing these jobs. And it's like smart on their part because it's like as soon as you start painting a house and you don't really know what you're doing, your time as a franchisee, as a business owner, you're going to get pulled right into the production of that job. And you guys know how it is with your business it's called the production pit where you get so busy producing work and dealing with problems and color changes and clients that you totally pull your focus away from that sales and marketing. Before you know it, your production's caught up with sales and marketing. And then you're like, Oh crap, I have a staff. How do I keep them busy? So um, that that's a whole nother aside, but that's the next skill you're learning is like, how do I sell jobs? So we've now got this hopper of work booked. Um, And now it's like, okay, I need to actually get good at scheduling and how am I going to stay organized? And so you're like, now you're signing up on a CRM, you're looking into job or house call pro or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, how am I going to keep the team organized? How is the client going to know when we're showing up? How am I going to, uh, you know, move people around if they need to move an appointment? How am I going to alert my guys that they're actually scheduled and have all the job information? So you're learning administration skills as well. 
Notice we haven't even got to painting the house yet, which is next. How do we produce a job? You got to obviously know how to, uh, you know, do the thing that you're doing. If that's junk removal, you got to know how to haul junk. If that's painting, you got to know how to paint. That's Christmas light installation. You got to know how to put Christmas lights up. So you're learning like the skill set, but you're also learning how do I stay extremely efficient? Like how can I route jobs in a similar area? How much do I book per day? Um, so you're learning skills of production and operations management and how do I stay lean? And then, you know, you're also learning finance skills. It's like, how much should I be pricing? What should I be charging? Should I have a minimum? How much should I make per hour? Do I give discounts? Like you're learning all these financial skills uh, as well to run a business. And you're learning about something called a budget and how do you actually stay within the, con the, the confines of that budget and actually produce jobs profitably. You know, we've got a lot of home service businesses that are running around staying busy, but they're not necessarily staying profitable because a lot of people don't actually know their numbers. And so that's a huge part of my coaching program is like, how do we dive deep and actually learn what profit is in your business? So you're learning those financial skills as well. Then there's a whole element of like legality side of like, how do I actually set up my business for success? You know, one would be uh, financially, you want to have like complete separation from personal to business finances. You don't want to be commingling funds. So you're learning the skills of like, what does it look like to set up a business bank account? How do I do that? How do I set up a line of credit? If things run lean, how can I have access to funds? Um, you're learning, do I incorporate or do I go with a sole proprietor? Do I hire employees or subcontractors? How do I have legal agreements in place for employees? Uh, how am I covered with insurance in the event of something catastrophic? How am I covered? What jobs am I not covered for? Um, so you're learning that whole side of the business too with, with legal. Um, and then you're just learning from an overall growth perspective as an entrepreneur, you know, what podcasts, what books, what programs should I be listening to? Should I be filling my mind with so that I continue to learn and continue to grow? Um, another key one to be learning is like, uh, how do you create a vision for your business, right? Where's this thing going? How do I be a great leader, like learning leadership? How do I attract team members onto my team? So I've just went through for like 10 minutes here and rattled off for you all the different skill sets just off the top of my head that you need to have as a business owner. And I'm sure there's like hundreds more that I'm missing because I'm just scratching the surface here to give you an idea of just like, for those of you newer to business, these are all the things that you're going to need to learn. And for me, it's been like a multi-year development process. Like you didn't just wake up one day and have all these skills. Like that's part of growing your business is actually like growing and actually evolving as an entrepreneur and leveling up yourself to the best that you can be. And so you look at people that have had a track record in the industry and they can start a home service business and within like 12 to 24 months have the thing already firing with a team in place and it's profitable and it's working. And you're just like, my goodness, how does that person go and do that so quickly it's because they have the skill set already to do it it's also a reason you see people go bankrupt who are say entrepreneurs and had an idea and lost everything they can like recreate that business in like one to two years time because they have the skill set of how to do that and so 
you got to keep in mind in your business, like you might be you and one helper in your truck right now. And you're like, man, how do I grow this multi-truck operation? How do I grow a team? It comes back to skill development. And you need to keep in mind that you're not actually growing, like you're not trying to grow your business. You should be trying to grow yourself as a person and as a leader. And in turn, your business growth is going to be a byproduct of you growing your own leadership skills. So anybody that I coach in my high level coaching program, it's not about growing your business. You know, that's what people think when they come in. But it's actually like you work with a guide and a coach and we're going to level you up how you think as a leader. What's the value of your time? What skills do you need to develop? And that's what's going to make you successful and in turn have your business grow. And so we can't get it twisted and just be like, wow, our business is going to grow because I you know, do these couple key tactics or key strategies that Dave told me. It's like, no, no, no. Life doesn't work that way. We got to grow yourself as a leader. So you know, when I look back 13 years ago to this 19 year old kid and I'm like running around, I'm stressed out. I still remember that first summer I lost over 15 pounds in like 16 weeks. Cause it's just so full on. I basically made the decision with myself. I physically do not have time to eat lunch. And so I will just continue to work harder and harder and harder. Cause I'm just working in the business with no direction. And it's just crazy. But I basically just found myself in this storm of like trying to figure out these skills Um, because I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs or didn't know what systems is or the e-myth or a budget. I was just like, you know, I was working in a produce store and met a campus recruiter that was like, hey, earn $20,000 in the summer and paint houses. And I was like, that sounds, I want to give that a go. And so I just dove in and tried it and here we are 13 years later and I'm like, man, just like almost smiling at the mistakes I was doing and, and, you know, falling on my face and losing weight and being unhealthy and like making every mistake possible in the book. So I wanted to encourage you this episode that you are on this journey of developing a special skill set that, that you've got. And as entrepreneurs, everyone's going to have a different skill set, right? You might naturally be more skilled in like doing the work, which is fine, but you could end up uh, hampering your growth. If you're so good at doing the work, you'll find people who, you know, will never be as good as you. And then you get stuck on the truck and you can't grow your business. For me, it wasn't so much a struggle of like being on the truck. It was actually a struggle of like being really skilled and really organized in the office. For me, that was a really tough role to give up because I loved just sitting on jobber all day and dragging and dropping and color coding. And I'm naturally a very organized person. So I enjoyed that, but it came to a point that is like, man, this business cannot grow if our owner, our CEO is actually in the office on jobber all day, scheduling the crews because you're missing the other key things that a CEO needs to be doing one of which is guiding your team and another key one is like really knowing the finances in your business like as you're the ceo of your small business essentially you're like the the main controller right you have responsibility to your team to your business to your family that this thing's profitable and that you know where the numbers are going that's going to take 
multiple hours uh, per week or even potentially per day, depending how quickly you're growing. Um, that's going to really need your time and attention on you know where the business is going, not to mention lead generation, recruiting. Like There's just so much to do. As you know, when you own a business, um, if you're caught in the day-to-day, uh, you know, you're not necessarily developing your skill set and you're not spending your hours working on the business. You're actually just running on this hamster wheel, staying busy in the business. So, you know, just know that it takes time to grow, but also know that, hey, maybe you've been doing a skill for the last two years that is not actually moving the needle on your business. Like maybe you've been in that office role and you have, say, a crew that does the work and you're stuck at like doing $172,000 per year in revenue and you have one crew that does that, but you're just stuck in the office because you tried to hire someone and they didn't work out. And so you're like, you know what, forget it. I'm going to just keep doing this role myself because it really doesn't take too much time and I'm really good at it and no one will do it as good as I will, I would tell you, the business owner, that you're basically sitting in a role in a, in a role in your company doing like an $18, $19, $20 an hour task when you need to actually be leading your business and growing it, which is more than a $19 or $20 an hour task. So, you know, for process, for a key takeaway on this talk would be you want to effectively learn how to do the skill effectively but you don't want to do it for too long, you know, learn the skill, do it for a month or two, but then already be thinking, how can I offload this to somebody and have them take over this skill for me? And that is like the sign of a successful entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur in home services does not stay doing the thing week after week, month after month, year after year they're curious, they learn the skill, they see how something works. And then they're already into like, thinking what Dan Sullivan says in his book, they're already thinking who not how, who can do this skill as good as I can, or even 70 to 80% as good as I can. Cool, I'm going to offload that to this person so that I'm freed up uh, into a coaching role where I can coach this person with their skill development, coach them up to be better. And I can spend my time that's now freed up into a uh, different higher level task that will serve the business at a higher level. So we all have the same amount of hours per week. The businesses that grow in your industry that are growing quicker than you, they have owners that have just delegated better than you have. I'll say that again, the businesses in your area that are growing quicker than you are, have business owners that are delegating more and better than you are. And so it's not all about who has the fastest growing business. And I'm not on earth to build the biggest business. I'm on earth to build the most optimized business and help others do the same. So just know that when you get stuck doing the thing year after year, you actually kind of stay stuck. And I'll share one more example with you. Back to my painting days, Uh, After my student painting company, I transitioned on and ran a professional painting company. And before I hired a business coach, I got stuck for a number of seasons. It was two, three, four seasons where I was effectively like the sales guy, right? We're doing $500,000 or so in revenue per year. I had a few crews going. Uh, It was great. I could do all my estimates on a couple days of the week. And then the business would run and, and you might say, oh, that, that sounds like a dream lifestyle. And it was a lot of fun for the time being. 
but at a certain point I was just on cruise control. We weren't really growing. You know, I could have looked at hiring a sales rep to come in, um, but I was just comfortable in my role. And so sometimes it takes a business coach to actually call out like, hey, Tom, you've been doing the same thing for like four years. Do you really enjoy it? Or are you just stuck in your role or kind of like, let's get you unstuck here? So I've seen it in myself in my uh, painting days in um, the sales role. And I've seen it myself in my washing company in the administrative role. So again, you're going to have natural tendencies to kind of go towards one level of the business. But ultimately, the businesses that grow, you're always replacing yourself in the company, right? You start as the technician. And then you're going to be leveling up and moving to the office role. And then after the office role, you're going to be leveling up, moving to the sales role. And then the sales role, you're going to be leveling up, moving to the general manager role. And then general manager role, you could put someone in place to run your company. And then you could be in the ownership role where potentially you could even have, you know, this absentee owner model where maybe you're checking in with your GM, you know, one time per week uh, at a very high level. And then you're freed up to go do you know, other entrepreneurial pursuits or spend more time with your family. So it's really an incredible opportunity we have here running your own business. But you got to know that, you know, one, you need to get very multi-talented at wearing different hats and you need to get really good at developing these different skills. But I just want to caution you, don't get stuck into the specific skill for like too many seasons. And again, if you're happy where you are, that's great, but it's probably not a good fit listening to this podcast because we're not about staying stagnant and repeating the same year, you know, growing your revenues by $2,000 per year. I'm more about let's pour some rocket fuel on this thing. Let's figure out where you want to take it and let's give you some pretty clear direction to get there. So a little bit of a shorter episode today, guys, but I just want to keep it on point with how important it is to be developing your skills as an entrepreneur and then always be thinking, What's that next key hire that you need to make? Uh, and a very simple exercise to do is just grab a blank sheet of paper and a pen or your notes on your iPhone if you're more tech savvy. I like just using a piece of paper for an exercise like this. Write out your entire day and go hour by hour, what did you spend your time doing? You're gonna see there's like 80% of your time went to one thing that might be sitting on the CRM. It might be on the job site. It might be doing quotes, like whatever it is that's the next task that you need to offload if you want to be growing this thing. And one last note is like, you can't hire people, guys, if you're not charging enough money for your services. So part of my coaching program in the first week is most clients come in and we actually end up raising their prices, um, sometimes quite significantly, because you cannot assemble a team if you don't have the proper pricing model for your business. The last thing we want is you running around as this self-employed person, you know, making X amount per year, stressed out, you can't leave on vacation, you can't take your family out anywhere, and you're chained to the business. That's the last thing we want. We want you to be a business owner and have a profitable, thriving business that can run without you. And it's totally possible because I've done it and I'm teaching others how to do it as well. So I want to thank you for your time today. Um, if this resonates with you, all I ask from this podcast is that you leave me a five-star review and that you subscribe to it. Again, you're going to get a free episode every single Friday morning with practical advice, how to grow your business, level yourself up as an entrepreneur. And for those of you still listening, you know, those that make it to the end of the episode, you are very 
goal-oriented people. So I'm going to encourage you when you're on your email today, think of this episode and literally ping me over an email. It'll take two minutes of your time, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. Just call the subject, hello from wherever, and just tell me where you're listening from. There's some of my favorite emails to get. I got a guy from Australia this last week, one from the UK, a couple other random states in the United States. So be one of those few people, guys, that actually just says, hey, and says hi to me. Like, it's cool we can connect like this uh, over the internet. And, uh, you know, don't be shy to reach out. So again, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. Just say hello from wherever you are. Maybe even throw me a PS. I have this problem. What would you suggest with this? I love problem solving and helping people grow their business. So if you need that incentive, you can say hi, get something out of it. Maybe ask me a quick question and uh, I'll try bringing some value as well. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Time is our most precious resource. You just gave me 25 minutes of it and I hope that I delivered some value. I hope that you go out and crush it with the rest of your day. We'll chat to you soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.